0: This begins a journey over the next few weeks of many, many, many trips to Finca, Argentina, in El Salvador. So this week we've got something a little special. Um, we are going to go back in time to episode 193 where Alejandro came across to the UK with a wonderful moustache, the best moustache you've ever seen, and did a talk at North Tea Power uh, in Manchester. And because we've got three coffees over the next kind of uh, five weeks, I thought, let's just mix it up a little. So, Ali, over to you. You can see, come back a bit, because you're too, not too tall. Can somebody get him like a boss? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the comedy. No, no. <laughs> right. So, I've done really well with the microphones, by the way. I have two of these. One of them is here. One of them is at the roastery. <laughs> so, hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 193. 193, man. It's a lot on Monday the 23rd of July 2012. Don't say it's not Monday because that will break the magic of the internet. Um, Yep, my name is Steve Layton and thank you very much for joining me. Today I am joined by somebody who is very special. Didn't go to a special school, he's just very special. And his name is Alejandro Martinez. He's from Think Argentina in El Salvador. And the coffee we're going to talk about this week is from Guatemala and it no, let's not know. We best talk about your coffee if you're going to be up here. It's up for you. you decide. <laughs> <say. laughs> so the coffee we're talking about today is Finka, uh, Argentina, um, from El Salvador. We're going to be trying the washed coffee as the In My Mug subscription. But being as though we're here at the wonderful North Tea Power, North Tea Power, round of applause for yourselves. Yeah. We have an audience at the North Tea Power in the northern quarter of Manchester. Um, yeah, we're going to be having lots of fun while we do it. So, this is the part on the video where I normally talk about the coffee. And I say, oh, it's an elevation of 1,300 meters, it's in El Salvador, it's in the Abaneca Range of El Salvador, but why would I do that when you're here? So you can do all the hard work. So, okay. what we do now is we tell the lovely audience at home and the lovely audience watching, about A little bit about where the farm is, what varietals it grows, things like that. So I'm going to take the microphone out of my pocket. hand it over.
1: No, okay, I'll keep it Keep it, keep keep it it's fine. So Fink Argentina is in El Salvador, is um, at 1,300 metres above sea level and is basically in Aguachapan, which is a department in El Salvador and um, is um, in um, in a town called Turin is the name, like in Italy, Turin. But it's not as nice though as in the Italian town. But it's further up in the mountain, um, very volcanic. Right in the property we have uh, actually hot mud from like a vein from the volcano. So no coffee grows there; everything burns out. I remember as well uh, on
0: the mountain you have like a, there was like a steam jet coming out when we yes, were Yes, and the, the well. farm next to us has a
1: big steam jet coming out, and um, they were doing some geological research actually in the property, and they put some big tanks to test for geothermal power as well. So very volcanic, and um, the tree, uh, sorry, the coffee is grown. Uh, the one that we sent Steve is in the best part of the farm. And um, thirteen hundred to thirteen fifty uh, meters above sea level. So and you, have, you actually
0: have a name for that part of the farms, where you? And, uh, all the yeah, parts. Where, where,
1: where we take the coffee is called San Jorge, uh, Saint George for all of you, which is very British, I guess, patron of How England, cool is that? right? <laughs> and um, uh, it's the Bourbon varietal, Is what we do, and uh, usually Steve is very demanding, I would say. So. <laughs> He, don't asks, tell him that. he usually asks really ahead of it. time what he wants. So it's like, could you do this for me this coming year? Or can you try this method for processing? So that's why uh, we usually ship him uh, the wash, semi-wash, and pulp natural. And this coming year, we're going to try some crazy stuff. We cannot say it yet because we don't know how it's going to turn out. But if it turns out good, then probably you'll try it as well. Yeah. So.
0: Now, we've got lots of experiments lined up for for uh, Argentina because Alejandro is kind and he lets me be really silly with my crazy demands and that's why we have such amazing coffee. Up until we started buying from the farm, you'd never done pulp natural at the mill, had you? Like-
1: no, no, I was telling uh, some people before that usually the pulp natural that the mills do is for the leftovers. So the leftover coffee, the floaters and the, the crap, That's what they dry up in patios in the pop-natural way, just so it camouflages the flavor a little bit. And they're able to sell it, not as a high price, but get something out of it. So they thought I was kind of crazy when I told them, it's like, no, I want to get ripe cherries and just dry them out. And they thought like, sure, we'll do that, but okay, why would you want to do that? Well, Steve asked for it. so. What do I know? <laughs> it's crazy. Like
0: the, the, the second time I visited, the, everybody at the mill was kind of chuckling at me. And it was like, why are they laughing? And Alejandro was saying, they're laughing at the cascara you asked them to do. They're saying, like, normally, that just gets thrown away. They're asking if you want to take the trash with you back as well, so... Um, but I mean that that Cascara last year was phenomenal. it was like just an amazing, amazing Cascara. So, and the Port Natural, the stuff that all doesn't know for me is the highlight of this year. I think it's absolutely stunning. But we're gonna find out that now. So we're gonna whap you on pause. That's a famous in my mug saying whap you on pause. So, like, there, there'll be some people going, yeah, yeah. They always say that. <laughs> so we're whap you on pause. I am not gonna make any drinks. Wayne and Jane are gonna work with the team. Work like devils getting these samples out and we'll be back in just a second and we are back and it's so nice to not have to make the drinks ourselves the guys behind the bar have done a great job thank you guys round of applause for the guys so we're going to taste all of them together but we're going to start with the washed so excuse me leaning across so has everybody got the washed that's the one that I've really wanted everybody to try so if you can try it now so for me it starts off like a very very typical el salvador and el salvador's typically a sweet chocolate balanced smooth just a nice easy drink but on the back end i get this like orange and i've got the descriptor on the back as blood orange because it's a very sweet orange it's not you were complaining this morning about the orange juice in the hotel.
1: No, not the oranges, the oranges, they the were oranges. Very yeah.
0: And and that's like this is a sweet orange, this is very different. And I get this like little shoulder, a blood orange in there, and I really like, I really like. Well, what do you think?
1: No, I think that's right.
0: He thinks I'm right. So has anybody else got any other descriptors from this coffee? And nothing is ridiculous, nothing is too stupid. Like I've had strawberry dipped in cow dung before, so you can have really silly descriptors. So has anybody got any descriptors other than that? Butter Pardon? Uh, dark grapes. Dark grapes? for Sure. I think the acidity is very, very, like, winey like that's, that's good. Any others? If I was going to describe it as a shape, it would be very cubic. It is very efficient. There's a lot of flavor Well balanced. Very cubic was the the the, the description. There. And I can't, It it's for me. It's a it's a perfect El Salvador. It's like it's got all of the balance that I expect. It's got all of the smoothness and the balance. It's nothing is out of kilter. Nothing is. We may find that a little bit further on, but this one I think like works really well in a blend. I love blending with this coffee. If you sold me some more this year, I would blended with it more. But you didn't sell me enough. Well, so. we had a bad crop this year. So. and that's actually a good part. To, I'm going to give you the model. I'd like to just kind of. Talk to the people about what happened in El Salvador last year and why it was different. Sure.
1: Do you want Sorry. me to talk yeah, about yeah. it? Yeah,
0: so, so why was the crop so, uh
1: Well, last year in October, usually the, uh, you, you, the wet season starts to go away. September is very rainy and then October starts to get more dry. And uh, we start harvesting depending on the altitude of the farm. But you, usually in October you get the low uh, altitude farms, they start the farming. Then November, the medium altitude farms. December, January, February, you get the high altitude farms. And uh, unfortunately, last year we got uh, in October, towards the end of the October, 10 days of straight rain and that really messed up the crops for everybody. And uh, it rained, it wasn't that it rained that all those days, it was that it rained very heavily. So we got in 10 days the amount of rain that we usually, it was about 40% the amount of rain that we usually get in one year, we got in 10 days. So it was a big mess in the country and even if if you were able to go and pick up the coffee, you couldn't get it out of the farm because there were no roads. The, the roads were washed out and uh, it just complicated everything for everybody. So yields were down about 40% across the board pretty much.
0: And I kind of got that from lots of other producers as well, that they had the same problem. So they were able to pick the coffee and it sat on the farm and just rotted. Because if you don't get it to the mill in time to, to do the washed process that this one is, or all the other processes, then you're in trouble. The coffee's not going to be very good. So somebody also asked before we did this what washed coffee meant. And, and basically what happens, you depulp the coffee once it's picked. So the coffee's in a cherry, you remove the cherry. Now, in, in on Arge, on Argentina, they do it a little bit differently to lots of other places where they don't use water to submerge it under. They just depulp it and leave it to ferment in its own juices and its own kind of mucilage. And then they do the wash process eight, eight, eight hours later. They'll run it through the watermill and take the mucilage off that's broken down. And I think that comes across in the cup as well. That's where lots of that sweetness is coming from. Is it's kind of almost like a pulp natural, but not. Um, the muclid stays around a little bit longer and it was interesting to talk about that earlier. But moving on, the pulp natural. So have we all got pulp natural? Or did yeah? Let's let's try this one. Now the pulp natural for me, as I said earlier, I think is the best it's been. I think last year's was good, this is even better. It, it's like the washed in many ways, but it's almost like it's had some steroids. It's kind of got a little bit more sweetness, and the acidity is much more pronounced. That grape acidity you got, I, I get that a lot more in this one than I think I did in the first one. It was there, but here it's like, it's and it's, it's kind of bigger. Um, has anybody else got any other descriptors for this coffee? Cuban cigar? Cuban cigar. Wow. I've not got a Cuban cigar before, It's specifically Cuban, not Nicaraguan or anything, definitely Cuban. (laughs) Cool, I like it. Any others? Cola syrup. Cola syrup. Yeah, cola is a very good one. And I find, I've been finding lots of cherry colas in in the El Salvador coffees this year. Like there's little hints of cherry cola um, and cola for sure and it's that sweetness because it's like type of sweetness. It's not your normal sweetness, it's just that little bit more. Any others? The last thing about coffee biscuits you get in the hotel with caramelised sugar inside. Caramelised sugar again. So we keep coming back to this sweetness and I, 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 I couldn't agree more. It's just this is sweet, sweet, sweet. What, what do you think?
1: Um, you can taste more sweetness, I think, and I think it balances out a little bit of the acidity. Mm. I think on the wash you feel, at, at least I, I get more of an, I can feel more of the acidity than I do on the semi-wash because okay. it's sweeter and I think it balances out a little bit. But
0: that's me. Cool. No, no, that's, that, that's super. So, Pulp natural is, or semi washed, keeps making me say semi washed, he doesn't like pulp natural. But that's, that's how
1: they call it at the mill. Pulp natural, they don't know what it is. So. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, it, it's what you take the cherry off and then you wrap it straight on the patios to dry with the mucilage on. So, you don't leave it in the tank for eight hours and then wash it and dry it. It goes straight onto the patio. And I think that's a reason for lots of the sweetness. Because the mucilage is quite sweet. And you're getting the sweetness of the fruit kind of imparting itself to the coffee bean. So that's a pulp natural. Moving on to the natural. Natural cups everybody. Yeah, good. Now this is Marmite. You will either love natural coffees or you'll hate natural coffees. Most people in the coffee industry hate natural coffees. I love them because they're interesting. They're they're normally the ones that divide opinion and they make you have an opinion. Like, that, the washed coffee is lovely but you can't, you're not going to be offended by it, it's not everybody's going to go, that's nice, I love it when somebody goes, wow that's different so let's, uh, yeah that's different. So I've been blending with this coffee for around about three or four weeks now, we used it in our Blake and what it does In a cappuccino, this is phenomenal. You get that funky fruit, you get almost like, if you've had cascara, which is the cherry, dried cherry on it, this tastes of the the pulp. You can taste the farm. It's like walking onto the farm during picking season and getting that waft of smell. That's how it smells, what you taste in there. Um, Very fruity, a little bit of dried fruit as well. I'm kind of thinking a little bit of like sultana, um, stuff like that. Has anybody else got any other descriptors for this one? No, rare, steak. rare steak. Okay. Okay. I can go with that. It's he, meaty. It's got a real body to it, a real presence. What was the other one? Rolls. Fig rolls. Yeah, I could go with that. That whole kind of fig, dried fruit thing for sure. He's definitely there. Any others? Oh, a little bit like golden grains. Golden grain. No, I haven't had golden grains for years. I'm now going to have to go back and look at golden grains. <laughs> That's interesting because I wanted to say that as well, that there's some sweetness. There is sweetness in there still. You can still taste that coffee underneath, but what you mainly taste in this one is, it, it's pulp. It's, it's that, you know, you are tasting process with the sweetness underneath. And that's why I think it's such a great coffee because you can still taste them. Bad naturals, just taste of pulp and don't taste of anything else. This has other things going on like Golden Grahams, like r- unusual flavors. And say, the cappuccino, it is phenomenal. It really cuts through the milk well. We've been playing with it a lot, and I, I really like it. I mean, what, what do you think of naturals? What? Um,
1: personally, I like them, yeah. although I think I like the wash better. Yeah. But um, like Steve said, they're interesting. You Every time they're used in a blend, you can easily pick them up because it has that like pulp flavor in, at the back. When you drink it, you can just taste it. So uh, what I like about it is that it adds a little bit of sweetness into your blend. So it helps out a lot. And, and this one, I think, is better than last year's. Yes. Yeah, I think it's more balanced. And last year, I think it was a little bit more punchy. It was like, oof. Yeah. And this one, you taste it, and it's mellow. And, uh, and it's like an even profile that you can taste, so you're very clean, and I like it a lot.
0: For sure, I think it's a more grown-up natural, right? Because sometimes naturals can be a bit juvenile, because they are like, punch your finger, smack in the face, and they are. They are really kind of like, bang. Whereas this, I think, has got, it's still got some of the properties of the coffee in there. So, what we're gonna do now is, are you ready for this, way? Are you sure? I feel so sorry for this man. He's going to have the worst half hour of his life now. Because he he gets so, like, every time I come in and he pulls me an espresso, I could just see him go, "Ah." so we're going to have some espresso, and then we're going to come back. So if you don't like espresso, have another brood. But if you want to try the espresso, then Wayne will be very happy. This is the washed one, and then we'll be back with you in a minute. In front of the thing, that's not very good. That's it. Unprofessional. Come on. Does anybody know any daft facts? <laughs> no. I'll have to find Roland. Oh, maybe Gary knows a daft fact. Let's ask Gary. Gary, do you know any daft facts? <laughs> mm.
1: Is this R rated?
0: No. I'm going to go to uh, Roland because he's the, the, the king of Daft Facts. Hello Roland, do you know any Daft Facts? Did you know that the B3 sample roaster that we use here at Hasbeen is from the 1930s? And that was the year that you were born, that's really a coincidence. <laughs> Quite a coincidence Steve. So you keep sending in your pictures and thank you for that this week's is monkey coom i'm sure i'm pronouncing that wrong but like you try and do better you look at it on the screen um, uh, please send in your pictures with the hashtag has been um, and we will read them out um, on in my mug um, but let's go into the coffee for this week so Um, This is a cattymore. Uh, Cattymore varietals tend to be fairly unpopular with coffee drinkers and popular with producers. Unpopular with coffee drinkers because um, there's a perception they don't taste good. Uh, Popular with coffee producers because they are leaf rust resistant and they're more resistant to disease. Now, there's no such thing as a bad varietal. Um, There is such a thing as a varietal planted in a bad place. Um, This is planted on Garshipin, and Garshipin has some fairly, um, how can we say this? It has hot springs within the mountain, and those hot springs kind of burn the soil a little bit and can burn a fragile coffee plant. Whereas this, it's robust enough to deal with um, all of those kind of heats coming from the, the ground sources um, and to cope with the soil that it has. Uh, and for me, this is the best catty moor that I think I've ever cupped anywhere. Um, and, you know, I quite easily can score this an 87, 88 point coffee, um, where there's a lot of Bourbons planted in the wrong place, which I would, or Geishas, which is a, a perfect example, planted in the wrong place, um, that I would score an 80, 81 point. So, No such thing as a bad varietal. Let's dive into the coffee. So I think the first thing I noticed at the start, it's got a little bit of a black pepper spiciness to it. Um, Not in an unpleasant way. It's a very gentle kind of warming feeling, but then it rolls into like yellow fruit. So I'm thinking like plum, I'm thinking like peach. Um, It's kind of very fruity. Got a beautiful like white sugar sweetness to it. Um, A kind of very full and delicious coffee i hope you're thinking the same back home too but please do let us know uh, love to hear your thoughts on cattymore have you had it before uh, have you had it against others and what do you think of this one i hope you enjoyed our little trip down retro lane and uh, episode 193 193 which would be 2011 12 next week we've got something uh, a little bit more modern than that uh, but until then thank you for joining me and do remember life is too short for bad coffee And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. Done.